Hi everyone, this is your host, Kate Connick. Welcome to Connect with Kate, a place to learn, build, and grow together as a community. This is a holistic, all-encompassing show on self-help, self-love, and how to better your being to become the happiest version of you. Together, let's unite, discover, inspire, and most importantly, connect. All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Connect with Kate. I have Mariah Strong in with me. Hi, Mariah. Hi. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Of course. Mariah is a nutritionist. She's a model. She's been in the industry for how long has it been, Mariah? Oh, you know, um, (laughs) I kind of around 2008. That's amazing. So a long time. Well, I definitely... I'm learning from you and I, I go to you for advice when it comes to, to modeling and castings and staying healthy. So we're going to get into all of that. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I mean, I go to you too for advice on every business aspect. So, Well, thank you. I, I like to think that I know what I'm doing, but I, I really don't. But I, I appreciate you, you asking me for advice and, and for your support. So tell me, how did you get started in with modeling? Were you scouted? What was that process like? Um, ever since I can remember, I've wanted to be a model. And my mom always told me that she couldn't really make it happen. She didn't know how. She didn't have the money. She didn't know what to do. So basically, around the age of 16, I got, no, 15, I got the ask from a American beauty pageant to be in the pageant world. And I needed to get sponsors. My mom said she wouldn't pay for any of it, but I could go forward with it. So I walked into an agency in my little town of Medford, Oregon, and they're called IMB. And I walked in there and basically I asked them for a sponsorship. And she said, no, I'm not sponsoring you for a pageant. She listened to my pitch, but she basically said no and took me to New York to get scouted there. So it's kind of how it all started. Right. And what was that transition for you when you got to New York? Was that just insane because you used to ride horses and you were in the country? And and, I mean, what what was that like for you seeing New York for the first time? It was crazy. I mean, it was so big. Um, I don't even remember my initial reaction just because it was so out of this world to me coming from Oregon. But um, I actually went to New York and did a competition called IMTA. And I think that kind of eased me into it just because I was in a hotel most of the time. And the only time we really stepped out was with friends or with the community that we went to New York with from Oregon. So there was moms, there were older kids, there were, you know, it was like comfortable at that time. But when I started traveling to New York for work after signing and doing the modeling thing for a minute, I actually hated New York. I couldn't stand being there. I would come in for a job and they would put me up in the model apartment and I literally would not go to the model apartment. I would sleep in the airport, go straight to the job from the airport and go straight back to the airport, even though my flight wasn't until the next day. Wow. And and what was it exactly about the model apartment that you didn't like? I mean, there's a number of things, but also you're walking into a community of people that may or may not have been there for a certain amount of time. You don't know these girls at all, and they could be stealing your stuff. They could be, it's like a whole thing, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. that, that makes that makes sense. Were you able to make friends right away, or did it kind of take a while to adjust into that? Um, I mean, I'm pretty kept to myself because I did grow up riding horses and traveling a lot. Um 
been playing a lot of sports. I never really was in massive groups of friends. I had loads of friends, but I wasn't like hanging out with them all the time. I had chores. I had to like muck stalls and do all that kind of stuff. And if I wasn't riding my horse, I would get yelled at by my grandpa. So right. kind of like, I'm kind of used to being a hermit, but eventually, yeah, I did start making friends on set and like girls in the apartments. Once I started living in them, um, we'd go out to dinner and all that kind of stuff. Right. And do you have any advice for young girls looking to get into the industry or, or young men, um, things you would have done differently or just anything in that area? I mean, we're in uncharted territory right now with the coronavirus and the industry. It's kind of um, dead at the moment. Agents are scared of losing their jobs. Clients are scared of losing their jobs. Like just everyone's kind of just trying to stay afloat. Um, and being that it's so uncharted, I actually don't have advice other than being creative and like knowing what you want out of it and trying to do stuff on your own. The more you can do on your own, not as an influencer, but kind of like the more you can do in that world, the better, because that's what they're looking to right now. Like agencies are looking at the models that have the following, that have the ability to do shoots on their own, that have been doing this for a while, that have um a personality personality is a big one for the industry right also just following your dreams like it'll lead you sorry Kate what oh yeah I was just going to mention like self-branding is is important I think that's what you're getting at right yeah totally and you're Mm -hmm. amazing at that I always admire you for that oh well thank you (laughs) that's really (laughs) easy to say and so tell me tell me about how you've been holding up with with the virus what what have you been doing I, I see you're in Florida right now yeah, I'm in Florida. So I quarantined in Connecticut for a little bit and then um, came down here. There were literally two people on the plane with us. So, and we were in hazmat suits, which was great. But um, we got down here a few days ago and it's just been puzzles. Like I've been super into doing puzzles, which is so much fun. Um, and then cooking a lot and training a lot and just trying to figure out ways that I can help uh people that follow me do the same because I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know how to cook or don't know how to train and that's kind of hard when you're stuck either in an apartment or house by yourself or with a mate so right and I think that's what's so great about you is the fact that you're not just a model you know and you have all these other amazing talents and you're cooking and you're working out and I think a lot of people need help with that right now so it's cool to see that you're you're really spending time um, um teaching that yeah so tell me about how you got into nutrition how did you when did you decide that's something you wanted to do and get certified and and help others I've always been really into nutrition my mom was very very fit when I was little and um she's always wanted to become that person again almost but then she had kids and all the stuff ever since then I've been into nutrition I've gone to the gym with my mom since I was 12 I've been in sports my whole entire life So I've been into it for a long time, but the decision to actually do it came from a lot of my followers because followers were asking me what I eat, what I do um, for fitness and health. And I just, I wanted to give them accurate answers. I, I realized that the answers for myself weren't even accurate some of the times. Like I went through some eating disorder stuff thinking that I knew what I was doing, but I was actually just confused about what food was and what. I needed for my body and I didn't want to do that to anyone else. So I went for my nutrition certification so that I can give informed advice on my platforms. 
That's amazing. And I, I really love how you're listening to what people are asking for. I think that's important. And, you know, obviously you have some great engagement and people want to learn. So do you have any tips when it comes to eating healthy as a nutritionist? I mean, I know there's, you have a wealth of knowledge and there's so much to share, but is there anything you have um, right off the bat? I mean, basic info would just be taking your first step, whatever that is. Like a lot of people are, give themselves too big of goals and it's really hard to reach those big goals if they don't, um, if you don't have a little step going forward that's showing you that, oh yeah, I did this. You have to like take that step and then congratulate yourself. You're not going to get somewhere bigger. Um, basically the person that wrote the precision nutrition where I got my certification, one of his philosophies is um, you can't build a house on a rocky foundation. So why would you start that way with your health? You have to start somewhere and you can't just drastically go in one direction. You have to take your time. So just being patient with it and understanding what your next step is, I think it's the most important part. That's so true. Um, and I mean, I used to reward myself with eating more food. And I think for me personally, it's um, it's making that transition and seeing like, well, there's other ways I can reward myself with taking a walk outside or going and seeing a movie or um, things like that or spending time with friends and family. So that that's a really um, interesting approach. Yeah, it's great that you chose to do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I struggle with, um, with eating well myself and I've been through, um, through a lot with, I had polycystic, or I currently have polycystic ovarian syndrome. So I've been through ups and downs with having these cysts on my ovaries and, and breaking out every time I had sugar and just my weight was fluctuating. And, um, I felt that I've always had to work out, you know, triple the amount to, to see changes. And for me, that, that was hard. As you know, my mom modeled and that's something I've always wanted to do. So, I mean, I would love to get into body image with you too and, and feeling confident in, in your own skin because that's something that, you know, you, you, you gave me Ashley Graham's book and that's something you're, um, you feel very strongly about. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's all about everyone's different and you're not stuck to how you look ever. Like there's not, if you're not happy with something, you can change it. It's just, the know-how is hard and it takes research and it takes help and you have to accept that it takes help. It's not something that you should be going through on your own. So Definitely. And are there certain workouts you recommend for people or things you like to do at home? Yeah, I've got some on my page. Um, I'm actually coming out with one soon, but waiting to see if it gets sponsored, which is kind of exciting. Like this mm -hmm. whole new world of influencers is great. Mm -hmm. um, it's true. But yeah, just using things in your household with weights. Um, and I, like I said, I have some on my feed, but um, it depends if you want like a cardio or a regular toning workout. There's loads of different ones you can be doing. And like to have the cardio workout, you just have to speed up the regular workout. So, right. That's, I mean, you can do anything. If you are sitting on your bum, taking a walk outside is probably better than doing nothing. So literally one thing that you can do better than what you're doing. <laughs> that's so true. I mean, I felt a little run down these past few months and I found even just going for a walk, like you said, or being outside and, and making it social too, going with yeah. my sisters or my mom is just helpful just being in that in that fresh air. Well that's the thing too, right? Is the virus is um just speaking the terms of now, 
the only way you're going to be able to fight it is with a healthy respiratory system. So how do you get that? You get it from food, you get it from exercise. Um, and you can also do over-exercising. If you're over-exercising, you're more likely to get sick as well. Um, you're putting too much strain on your respiratory system. So it's a really fine balance, but doing nothing is definitely not the answer right now because to fight the virus, you have to have a strong respiratory system. That's great advice. And have you ever believed in certain diets doing um, something in particular, or do you do you have more of um, a different approach? Um, I definitely have a different approach because I'm never going to tell someone not to do something that works for them, but diets don't teach you things. They just, they regiment things for you and they never really tell you what you're doing. So therefore you're paying for something, but you're not really getting knowledge from it. And then once you're off of it, the reason they usually don't work is because you don't have the knowledge you need to go forward. And then you just go back to your old habits. So diets for me, I mean, I've probably tried, I've never tried keto. I know about it. Um, I've never, I kind of would say I'm more of a paleo eater just because I do like the most organic food I can possibly get. Organic not being the title, but like farm fresh type food um, because organic labels sometimes are off as well. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, they're titles. It's like saying a food is healthy or non-GMO. It's like it's a title and sometimes it's not completely accurate. So Right. And then are there specific foods you've been eating during this time? Have you been eating more, you know, foods with vitamin C or is there anything just in particular recipes you can share with everyone? I've definitely got my vitamin C. Um, I would say I'm having a smoothie a day right now. And the smoothie is basically making sure I get my proteins in so that it can help my body fight and not be um, so that it can restore everything that I'm working out as well because protein kind of restores your um, body from when you're working out. And you can't really, no, you can't at all hold in protein. So if you don't use it, it's basically excreted and then you need protein all the time. So I'm making a protein smoothie for myself. And basically it's um, strawberries, blueberries, a little bit of banana, my protein powder and almond milk. And I'm making that because antioxidants to fight bacteria, to fight, whatever is going on. It just gives you that up of antioxidants. So that's been my regimen today. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great to know. Um, I'm obsessed with smoothies. I mean, to me, it's like, I make mine a little bit thicker so I can have it like ice cream and put like yeah. granola on top, you know, and I, it's amazing how healthy food can actually just taste so good, you know? Totally. Yeah. Um, and then we, mentioned social media a bit. So what's your relationship like with social media? Do you find that when you're following other people who have maybe gotten jobs you wish you had gotten or are doing things you wish you were doing, do you, do you have a positive relationship with that platform or do you find that it's been difficult throughout these years um, really understanding your balance with social media? I would say my balance with social media is a roller coaster because sometimes it's really hard to keep the content going. Um, Mm -hmm. No, so social media, I mean, when I fail to have content available to post, for example, today, I'm like sitting here taking selfies because I don't know what to post today. And Mm -hmm. I'm trying to take photos for clients. So basically I can't use the photos I'm taking on my Instagram. And um, 
yeah, it's just, I mean, that part's challenging. The content part is really challenging. What fits your demographic, what people like, all that kind of stuff. Um, but as far as using it, I mean, there's so much access to social media that we never had before. And I feel like we're just going more and more into that virtual world, especially now that we're all home. Um, and there's apps like House Study and all these different things that just enter you into this virtual world where you're meeting new people. And these relationships may be only on these platforms, but you'll see maybe after coronavirus if you carry on with these relationships. But it's just a way of, for me, it's a tool. And I try to only use it as a tool. I try not to get personal on it. I will say a lot of my messages when I travel abroad are based on Instagram. Like my friends and I will talk through there or send each other memes or whatever. But I really just try to use it as business and to connect to people. And yeah. That's so true because it's easy to just, or it's not easy to just quit everything, you know, but actually knowing how to um, use it to your advantage when it comes to business. So I can... I can definitely relate to that um, because it's addictive too. It's um, easy to just see what everyone else is doing and compare. I mean, we all have heard it's a highlight reel and I think it's easy to get um, down on ourselves, especially in the modeling industry when that's what it's about is, you know, how you look and and things like that. So I think it's easy to compare and um, it's nice having an honest conversation with you about this. Yeah. I mean, I definitely do find myself jealous at points with brands that are working with certain girls or whatever, but also we may be a completely different look. Like this girl may be blonde and I'm maybe brunette how I am or whatever, you know? So it's like, it's almost, I'll go on there and study the kind of like girls a brand is looking for. And I'll try to make myself that girl if that's a brand I want to work for. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's all study for me. I try to just keep it at that. Definitely. Is there a certain shoot you've done or place you've traveled to um, that you would like to share with anyone, like a very cool story or something that was really significant to you in your modeling career? Yeah, I mean, as much as this is a business, you find a lot of friends in this industry and um, even clients become friends and stuff. So basically, I had a shoot in Alaska and that was the most amazing experience I've probably ever experienced. Um, I went there with a client called Land's End, um, love them to death. They've been extremely, extremely good to me. And I'm so close with everyone on set and I love everyone so much. So basically it was just like a big job that like we all got to experience together and you learn different parts of people when you start traveling for jobs and stuff like that, because you're with each other for so long. And, um, I mean, it was so much fun because there was, like blue crab we'd all go out and have blue crab after and like all that stuff so mm-hmm. I don't know it was just the experience and like being able to shoot with some of my friends we all like went hiking after and stuff like that wow. too so I mean they took us to glaciers to do photo shoots and that was such a crazy experience I, I can't imagine that's wow I'm uh living through your photos <laughs> <laughs> that's very special So to conclude things, is there one thing that you do daily or try to do when it comes to self-care, whether it's a face mask or taking a bath? Is there something that you just absolutely love to do? I'm not as good at self-care, to be honest. I mean, if I notice myself getting a little out of whack, I'll definitely walk away from everything and just kind of take some breaths. Um, Mm -hmm. But also 
in my acting, we practice a lot of relaxation and sometimes I'll go to that. So I'll make myself see like dark in my eyes. Like I'll put my fist, my hands over my eyes and like really just try to be black and like take deep breaths in that and maybe massage out some muscles that are sore and just really give myself some love. <laughs> right. About it. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Well, I'm, I'm big into self-care and that's something I want to incorporate into these podcasts with my guests and asking what do they do? You know what I mean? And yeah, I, mean, awesome. I just, yeah. What do you do? Love is important. Oh my God. I have such a long list. Georgia was making fun of me um, for one of the flights we were on when we, you know, used to be able to go on planes <laughs> and it was just like in my notebook, I didn't know anyone was watching me, but I, I was doodling, you know, self-care at the top. And then I had like just bullet points on bullet points. And she's just like, oh my God, like, <laughs> I just, I, oh my God, where to start? I, I love taking baths for one. Um, I'm back home and my parents, they have a bathtub. I don't have one in the city um, where Georgia and I live. So I love, I love coming back. I love going for walks. Um, I love face masks. Recently I did a charcoal one and oh my god my skin just felt so soft um let's see I love drinking tea having some hot water with lemon in the morning um doing a morning routine and stretching I mean I could go on I could go on for days I just you know and I love taking days too where I can just do self-care and and not work and um but if I am having a very busy schedule then I do like to incorporate things here and there to really take care of myself yeah, I know what you mean. My breakfast time is like all me. <laughs> like I need my mm-hmm. minute. Are you a big breakfast person? I'm a huge breakfast person. Like Jason laughs at me, my boyfriend, because sometimes I will wake up a little too late for breakfast and it'll mm-hmm. be like that middle weird time where you're like, okay, do I have breakfast or do I go for lunch? Right. I can't have lunch without having breakfast. Like wow. it's impossible for me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fascinating. Um, what are, What's your go-to breakfast? I change it up. I love a phase yogurt with, I mean, I'm all about getting your full macronutrients in. So your protein, your fat and your carbs. So basically mm-hmm. I have my fat-free yogurt with a spoonful of peanut butter and some blueberries. <laughs> and that's usually my breakfast. Batter I go for oatmeal and an egg. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. I'm a big oatmeal person. People say it's, it's plain, I love it. I love um, steel cut oats. That's so good to me. Yeah, same. I eat them almost every morning, like every other day. Yeah, that's good. There's a lot of healthy options out there that just taste so good, in my opinion. Thank God. Yeah. Or if I have dinner super late, I'll just have my smoothie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm getting into making more plant-based um, meals. I bought like three cookbooks for myself, and they've just been sitting on my desk because – cooking intimidates me so much my parents are both great chefs and I'm over here like feeling like a failure like I can't I can't get myself to do it you know I've tried before and it it hasn't gone well so I'm I'm really gonna take this um quarantine time to to start practicing yeah you should it's so much fun I just put a recipe therapeutic you should try it what is it the roast chicken Okay. Yeah. Chicken scares me because I don't, I don't know if I'm going to make myself oh, sick yeah, from that. I, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm open. I love chicken. I'm just, I don't know. That's a big step, Mariah. I don't know if I can, if I'm ready for that. I think you are. 
Thank you so much for joining me today for Connect with Kate. It was a pleasure speaking with you and you are a wealth of knowledge. So thank you for sharing all of this information with us today. Aw, thanks, Kate. Thanks for having me. It was super fun.